0: Hi, all, and welcome to the All Things Woo podcast. I'm your host, Taylor A. This is a place for spiritual beings as well as those that are spiritually curious to come together and share their experiences, talents, and beliefs. If you've ever been drawn to ghosts, aliens, crystals, mediums, psychics, or maybe you're just somebody that's outgrown the dogma of religion, then this is the place for you. I like to think of it as a place for All Things Woo. I myself am a lifelong spiritualist, a spiritual health and wellness life coach. I've been reading tarot for the past 14 years, and I also facilitate one-on-one breathwork sessions. I'm here to share my own experiences and bring my own take on spirituality, but I'll also be inviting other coaches, spiritualists, and experts on here to share info with you guys. And if you have a story that you want to share, then I want to give you the platform. So please reach out to me and I would love to see if you can be on the show. Let's get started. welcome to another episode of All Things Woo. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and happy new year. I had originally recorded an episode for you guys right around the solstice that I was going to post and then, well, I was going to say that I was going to post, obviously. I was going to post it around the solstice, and I just felt like While I was recording it, I was on a time constraint. I was going to pick up my kiddo. I had a million things to do for the solstice and to get ready for Christmas and for the new year and for the holidays. And it just felt like my message wasn't completely authentic. So I apologize for not posting an episode last week, but I just don't feel like you guys deserve to have half-assed and like half-committed episodes put out. I strive to really give you guys quality content when I create, and I didn't feel like that was it. So, Happy New Year. I hope you all had a wonderful and safe one. Mine was very uneventful. (laughs) Kara fell asleep around 6.20 that night. She did not have a nap that day, obviously. She was asleep by like 6.20. And I, of course, had to wake her up because she needed to eat, brush her teeth, all of those things. And she was back asleep by 8. So, as soon as she fell asleep, I was asleep. Um, If you follow me on... Instagram, or any of my other platforms that I'm sure you know that I still have a part-time job at my local casino, which I usually love. I usually love the option to have fast cash, and it was really critical when I quit my teaching job to have another form of income while I was establishing my coaching career. And while I think I am dropping further and further into my life's purpose by being this spiritual mentor and coach and providing insight with tarot readings and those kinds of things. I do still have my part-time job (laughs) and this past couple of weeks, you know, casino life is crazy as is, but these past couple of weeks with maybe months even between Thanksgiving and the rush that we get and Christmas and New Year's Eve, it's just been absolutely insane and I was in deep need of a rest first and foremost. I (laughs) went to sleep at about 8 on new year's eve with my child and we both slept for about 14 hours which was magical it was so magical <laughs> and since then i have committed to a couple of different challenges because there is so much overlap i'm currently doing a 9 day 90 day spiritual reset i believe you can find it on instagram at om um, therapy coaching i'm doing this with a friend it is 90 days of intentional journaling, meditation, uh, committed and intentional movement, a gallon of water a day, and 90 days no alcohol. I already do most of those things for my spiritual practice, so it's just a nice accountability piece. Also, I have considered doing the 75 hard challenge, although I don't want to overstimulate and overbook myself with that, so more to come on that one. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Have you done it? I want to hear about it. Cutting out sugar is really really, really going to be hard for me. <laughs> and it was those kinds of ideas and goals and processes that I really get me thinking every single year. If you are somebody that follows more of like the pagan traditional calendar, like half of my family does, then you have your new year on October 31st with Samhain. And if you follow more modern times, then you celebrate it on New Year's Eve on December 31st. I typically see Halloween as like my big spiritual reset, except this year I went through all the motions and I just didn't feel like I was quite done with my lessons. I had so many things that I was still deep in processing around Halloween that um, I shared a little bit about on here just about These expectations and things that I have that I really feel this energetic shift aligning more with December 31st this year. So, no matter what time of the year you prescribe to, no matter which one you prefer, maybe you do both. I don't know. Whatever it is that you like, I've been thinking a lot about energies lately and the collective energy for this new year and just where the collective has been the past two years with. All of the chaos and with COVID and with restrictions and travel bans and vaccines to vaccinate, not to vaccinate, people being in work, people being out of work, people abusing the system, people not being able to get home to their countries. I mean, just so much chaos. And then you add in the fear mongering that I believe goes on in the media and all those multifaceted pieces. And to be honest, if all you did this past year was survive, and not thrive then I want you to know that that is valid and I see you and I support you and I am proud of you if that's all you've done for the past two years congratulations and I shouldn't even say if that's all you've done I should say congratulations to every single one of you that has survived because we are living in unprecedented times and as much as I hate hearing that term over and over I would like to get back to some sense of normalcy I think everybody would With all of that in mind, when you are thinking about your New Year's goals and resolutions this year, I have a proposal for you. This is something that I used to do as an elementary school teacher. It was actually just brought to my attention yesterday that I believe it's a psychologist, that this is something that she has practiced for years. And I had no idea. It's something that I would love to research further because I can only speak to the experience that I've had, obviously but it's been truly transformative for me so at the beginning of every school year teachers have this huge session of professional development and we go in and we go over campus goals and classroom goals and it's a huge reset for us to you know from everything small like classroom themes to what data benchmarks are we trying to hit to what new curriculum are we bringing in what's the new structure for the year i mean it just goes on and i had a mentor that said, I pick a word every year. I pick a word every year for my students to focus on. And we refer back to that all year long with every one of their goals. And I believe that the word that she had was, she taught a higher grade, she taught like sixth grade. Um, So her children had much higher vocabulary than my littles do, although I do believe that the littles are just as capable of comprehending. And I believe her word was consistency. And I started thinking about that idea and, what would it mean? Truly, what would it mean if we committed to one word per school year? And in the past I've had read, I've had grit, I've had yet. I had the power of yet up on my wall when the whole campus was doing a growth mindset shift and I really started applying that to my own personal life as well. For example, 2021 was my year of change and it was bold and messy and scary and transformative and just downright wild. <laughs> I wish I had more words for it. But 2021 my partner and I moved unexpectedly. We had some challenges with that. We had a lot of change surrounding our home life, which we came out of just fine, but we moved. I quit my career. I got a teaching certificate, I started a business, I started my LLC, I built a website, I started professionally offering tarot as a service and not just something that I did in my room for the past 17 years. I had a lot of change in the relationship and the type of parenting that I have with my daughter. I had change in my friendships as I navigated these new moves. 2021 was my year of change. So all of my goals and my resolutions that I made last year had a lot to do with change and I just never called it that. 2022, my word is growth. I'm looking for growth in my personal relationships and what what are all the different things that that can look like? What is growth in my business? I have a lot of business goals such as consistency, for example, being more consistent with you guys. And every Monday or Tuesday, I never commit solely just to Monday because I allow my child to be a child. And sometimes that, you know, throws a wrench in my plans. But, you know, I have a consistency goal of being with you guys every Monday or Tuesday. What does that look like? That looks like growth for me, both in the business sense and in terms of connecting with you guys. It looks like growth in my connections, hopefully financial growth. When I look at my business goals, I have some goals to tackle some student loan debt that I have left over from getting my master's. And by doing that, by accomplishing those small goals that I have, I am working towards growth, financial growth, relational growth, business growth, just growth in all areas of my life. And I believe what happens when we assign an energetic theme to our year is it gives us a big picture to look forward to, which I believe is incredibly powerful And it also allows us grace. So please don't misunderstand. I believe that smart goals and having, you know, time official goals and numerical goals and very steady, specific goals are so important. I believe that, for example, to have consistency with you guys, I need to edit and record my podcast by Sunday. So at You know, the very least I can post by Monday or Tuesday so that they're ready to go. And then I have a week to work on the next one. And that's a time goal. That's something very specific that I need to commit to doing. But not all goals work great with SMART goals. They just don't. And the teacher in me kind of is like, whoa, don't ever say that. And the person in me is like, you know what? Sometimes that doesn't happen. It's great to have those goals and it's great to have these timelines. But what happens when you don't make it? Because let's be honest, we're not all perfect and we don't always meet everything on the time that we want to. It just doesn't happen. I know that for me, my biggest challenges this past year with the goals that I had was conflicts with my part-time job. That was a necessity for me to live and provide for my child. And sometimes that conflicted with how much time I was able to put into my business. And that's just the way that it worked. Another one is I've had a sick toddler this past year. When my toddler is sick and crying and home from school and, you know, you want to give comfort as a mom, then you know that you're the next one to get sick because you've spent so much time in her snot nose, little face, (laughs) giving cuddles and love. And, you know, you're going to be down and out for a few days. Goals don't always get met. Maybe you had something come up. It really, it truly doesn't matter why those goals don't get met. What matters is how do you bounce back when those goals don't get met? So, for example, let's say that I had a goal in January, I'm going to enroll five new clients. Great. Here's my SMART goals of everything I'm going to do to reach out to five people to have five new clients in the month of January. And what happens if, come January 31st, I only enrolled three new people? Well, I didn't meet my goal. So, of course, you sit and you reassess and you look at why didn't you meet your goal? What could you have done differently? What worked? What didn't work? And I believe that process is incredibly valuable because it is. There is power in that in-between. But what is that? That in-between space is growth. The fact that you enrolled three people over five people is growth. You grew by three clients. You know, I think that business is a really, really easy one to potentially fall short on just because you can never control other people fully. I've learned that. And people can tell you, I'm ready to commit. I'm ready to do this thing. And then let's say I had a client that was all in and she was a dream client. She was all in. And then her car broke down. And it was over $6,000 for her to get a brand new car. And it was an investment that she had to make over coaching. And you know what? That happens. And I firmly believe that as soon as she's financially available, we will work together again. So she didn't meet her goal of enrolling with a coach and deepening her spiritual practice. And I didn't meet that goal of enrolling her as a client. And it was okay. So these energetic themes, I feel like give you grace and they give you perspective. And maybe you didn't meet that specific SMART goal Or meet your resolution on time. But did you grow? Did you get closer to it? Did you gain something along the way? You had to have. You can't get close to these goals and dreams and not learn something along the way. It's just not possible. If you go into these things open-hearted, with good energy, with a good mindset, with everything that you have, you grow in some way. So that's why my 2022 word is growth. And you can apply this with so many different things, with grit, with consistency. I have a friend who did bold. I did a friend who did empower I mean, you can really apply it to whatever area of your life you need. And that's the beauty of it, is to look at what do you need to nurture yourself for the next year? Goals and resolutions are great. People often confuse goals with resolutions. Goals are an act to be completed. My goal is to read three books. Great. You did it. Are you going to make that as a goal again? Or... Are you going to create a resolution? Maybe your resolutions are meant to be more of lifestyle lifestyle changes. Resolutions are ongoing. Goals are things to complete and put away for later. Maybe build on. But resolutions are lifestyle changes. And I feel like so many people capitalize on this new year, like this energetic shift, because everybody wants to be their best selves. Did you know that in a study taken by the U.S., Uh, department of, I can't remember what it is now, but they interviewed over 6,000 people, which is not a lot compared to the entire US population. But I was reading this one specific study at one specific moment in time, and they interviewed over 6,000 people and their resolutions lasted two weeks. And if you didn't meet your resolution in two weeks, you were done with it. And I believe that the reason that that happens is because we don't give ourselves enough Positive affirmations. We don't give ourselves enough love. We don't give ourselves enough grace. It takes 21 days to form a habit. That is a scientific and psychological fact. It takes 21 days to rewire your neurons in your brain. And after 21 days, if you just stop, let me tell you another secret that neuron is going to crackle and fizzle and it's going to get weak and it's going to break. And you're going to go right back to not having that as a habit. So if resolutions only last two weeks, you didn't even give yourself a full chance. And that's okay. You know, like I said, life happens, but 21 days. And let's say you make it past the month of January. What happens? So many different things. So many life things come up. Business gets busy. Life gets hard. Medical things happen. I mean, life happens. And then do you just say, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm done. You see all the Facebook posts and the memes and everyone joking, being like, ah, oh, January 3rd and I already messed up. Better luck next year. I mean, yes, that, that's a way to look at it if you're comfortable doing that. Or are you going to apply a growth mindset, which is something that I believe everyone should teach their kids about? That's just the teacher in me. I think it's incredibly valuable. And guess what? I'm not perfect at it either. So spoiler alert, it's not always easy. But are you going to just quit on January 3rd and be like, wow, I messed up my goals. Uh, Better luck next year. Are you going to be like, wow, okay. Fell off the wagon there for a little bit. Didn't make it to my 21 days. I have 362 more days of the year to work with. So I believe energetic themes are incredibly important. When I was setting my intentions last night for this new moon in Capricorn, and of course, you know, piggybacking off of this New Year's energy and all the other pieces of it, I really had to think I have to have some practical goals, you know, timelines, money, uh, paying off the student loan, things like that. Those are practical and concrete. And I also wanted to commit more to intentional movement and better health and continuing to uncover my subconscious beliefs. And yeah, I wrote down some manifestations and I wrote down... A bunch of dreams and wishes and big visioning and small visioning and all these things that are, I, I did it all. It was a long time. My hand really hurt by the time I was done. Not for a second do I think that those manifestations and those things are going to come to me if I don't put in work as well. I think of spirituality as a house and I have to lay a foundation for spirit to help me build a house for anything in my life. I have to lay a foundation because this is all for me and this is all done with me. And if this is all happening, In my life, then you know what? At some points, I have to build a foundation and then spirit will help me build a house. And if you've ever done a home project or an art project or a school project or anything else, and you started going in one direction and somewhere along the way it turned into something else, I mean, that's how it goes with spirit as well. So I just think it would be beneficial for this new year and this new energy and this whole resolution era. Can you think of an energetic theme? Can you think of something that you're working towards? Can you think of something that truly matters to you? Something that you truly deeply desire at the root of all of your goals? Because let me tell you, my goal is not to pay off my student loan to pay off my student loan. I want to pay off my student loan so that I am no longer making payments every month and missing out on that money. I'm taking a step towards financial security, that feeling of security and safety. That is what I am going for. That is what is important to me. That is the key. My business goals, yes, I want my business to be booming. Yes, I want to be successful. Yes, I want to, but what does that look like? Financial security. That is a huge one for me. That is something that I had, I don't want to affirm it and say the word struggled with, but as a child, financial security was not something that my mother had. And we knew it. And that is something that I've carried with me. And that's a subconscious block. And I have money and energetic issues and things to work on. And you know what I am chasing right now? I am chasing, oh, not chasing because, you know, words have power. I am building my financial security right now. I am building peace of mind. I am building comfort. So if your goals are just goals because you think you should have a goal, if you want to get skinny for 2022 and it's just because you feel like you should look skinnier, which by the way, you probably don't need that at all. And anyone who says it, fuck them. But if that's your goal and your goal is not to build long lasting alternative healthy habits, you're probably not going to stick with it. So think back what is your goal? What is your overarching theme? What is it that you truly desire? What are you truly working for at the end of the day? Because that's going to be your driving force. That's going to be your motivator, not, oh, I'm going to miss this goal if I don't get on this in the next week. Who would be motivated by that? You would just feel a sense of pressure and a sense of doubt and a sense of, oh, can I do this? And why did I do this? And this is going to be really hard to fit this in and this, that, and the third. And then you stress yourself out and then it becomes a chore, not something that you want, not something that you build. And then if you stop and you look at What is the bigger theme of this? What am I working towards? What am I building? What do I want to bring to the table? Who do I want to be? How will this help me grow? Those kinds of questions, those are what matter. In my opinion, anyway, I could be completely wrong and you might just be a goal person. I was a goal person. I was a goal chaser. I was the perfectionist with all the honors cords and honors degrees. And my praise when people were like, oh my gosh, how do you do it all? You do it all. You do everything. You're always working. You're always doing this. You're always... And you know what? It did not make me happy whatsoever. I graduated with seven honors from high school. Great. So then I only had to do three years of undergrad in college. Great. So when I got into my master's, I only had to work on that for a year. I got two degrees in four years. Great. Then I've been in a teaching career for seven years that wasn't really filling up my cup, right? It goes and it goes and it goes until you realize this is not what I was truly working towards. So it's just something to think about what you really need or want. I shouldn't say need for your expansion. But what is it that you really want to build on? What is it that you want to call in? What is it that you want to cultivate? What is it that you want to grow? What is it that you want to spend your time and energy on? And giving yourself grace through the process. I might change my resolutions or my goals or my plans 78 times by the end of the year. And you know what? That's okay because I am adaptable. And if I am doing that, I am growing. I am adapting. If you are somebody that is looking for a coach or a mentor or an accountability partner, I have my eight-week program open. It's called Soul Aligned. We are focusing on dropping down into your intuition, into your higher self. What do your true goals look like? What does sustainability look like for you? What is your energetic type? How do you work? What what would actually help you make these changes? We look at human design, astrology. We have included tarot readings, breathwork, meditation, some free resources if you're interested in that. I am also still offering for the month of January year ahead readings which will give you, of course, the 12 months of the year. So 12 cards there, your where are you energetically, your next steps, your clarifying cards, your Oracle pool, all of that. If you are interested in any of that stuff or on being on the show, as you guys know, I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear your feedback. Please connect with me on Instagram at taylorytalks underscore or email me at taylorytalks at gmail.com. And I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you got something out of it. I am going to try and keep it short and sweet and simple and to the point. And I am hoping to see you guys next week as that is my goal to be more consistent. <laughs> so I will see you guys next Monday. And once again, happy new year.